All right. So, what you're all waiting for? Hey, hey, welcome back to Occultus Anonymous and Rising Helix, our ongoing campaign in Numenero, the cipher system made by Monocook Games. We're so excited to get back to that. At the beginning of every episode, we like to thank Roll20 for giving us sponsorship, acknowledge who made the game, and also, in particular, with distinct emphasis, our generous patrons who support us through Patreon. So, without further ado, I'm going to read your names, and I will be delighted if one of you took the hint I gave you last week. We'll see what happens. Last All week, right. you did it every week. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I thought I was being a bit more obscure. <laughs> and maybe I'm pretty more into it, but it sounds like you're thirsty for symbols. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Am I? Do I want to alliterate? Hmm, perhaps. I find it so alluring. All right, everyone. Thank you, patrons. You are Adele, Ethan Alice the Mad, Al, Alexander Williams, Alpha Wolf 2803, Alzrit, Bernie, Buck Gregory, Chris Handforth, Doc, Emil, George, I'm the Real 06. James Winfield, John Fitzgerald, Josh Drew, Camo, Cat Feathers, Klaus. Oh, baby, here we go. Excuse me. <laughs> Large leaps of logic lead to loathsome legislation. That was, good. that was real satisfying. Thank you very much for that one. Long live the Queen, Melissa, Michael, Milo V3, Moku. Mozart D minor, other guy, Perry, Fug, piece by piece, I become you. Porter, Puppeteer, Riafio, Ryan, Sean Kelleher, Shexara, Thomas Vogel, Toast, Vincent Hamilton, Vortex Falcon 00, What's a Circle, Why Gender When You Can Serve the Iron Pyramid, and Zoltan Kamini. Thank you so much. Oh, this is just such a wonderful way to start, everybody. And start we will. So, are any of you willing, any of the four of you, willing to remind us all of where we were before we jump right back into the action? We were in a jungle. We yes. found some underwater burrows. We did yes. not let... Uh, Blaze uh, go noodling for whatever is in those. Well, then Blaze, Blaze decided Stop not Blaze. to. Right? Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm being dramatic for storytelling purposes, Craig. Um, and we continued on looking for our big furry fuzzy. Um, oh, what are they called? Latimores. Latimores. Uh, trying to find them, and they weren't anywhere near said aquatic burrows, so we kept moving on, and now there's a big, scary um, forest stalker super predator that's chasing us. There's some... We had a little stop off at cool monuments and stuff like that, but right now it's must-go-faster time. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I think that's sufficient. Anything the other, the other three would like to add? Um, just a little addendum that uh, mentally blazes put a pin in those burrows. Ooh, so cool. We're coming back this way and not having other priorities. All right. That's an option. Any notes from Ruben or Vet? Uh, 
Nope. Okay. All righty then. Understood. So, yes, we ended last session uh, in media res. We're going to begin in media res. And, uh, you are the four of you are moving through the jungle, uh, pursuing these Lattimores. You've heard some sounds of activity. What is likely near one of these monoliths, like the one you slept at uh, last night, and Drew fortunately noticed uh, a the the Vanta Black pursuer. Uh, behind you, and you have all ascertained through Drew or through Faye and with Faye that as you approach these Lattimore, the creature is getting closer to you, and it is likely going to be right on top of you um, as you approach the edge of the jungle. So you got a choice. You can move quick and see what happens. You can turn around. What are you going to do? What's happening? Is there a reason to fear the thing that's following us? Yes. Yeah. It eats things the size of us. It scoops up field mice and bops them on the head. <laughs> yes, I love that reference. Give it to me, yeah. If I may propose an alternative solution, the one of the best ways I found of dealing with somebody who's hunting you is to hunt them back. Ooh, that's cool. Just throwing it out there as a solution. If we want to keep on moving, that's fine. Absolutely. That sounds exciting. Pump the brakes, please. Outcome. <laughs> I, I, will, I will fall into the... You, I don't have to outrun the bear. Just I, to... I can outrun all of you, but I don't have to. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, you only have to outrun one of us. Yeah. I'm happy to remind you of things that happened, if that's helpful for understanding the potential gravity of the threat. So this thing, the things that you saw were indeed the fact that it's um, hard to to uh, discern its form. Uh, Vet, in particular, was able to get the most information through um, use of a spyglass and watching it for the duration of her watch from atop the monolith. Watched it eat um, uh, something, interacted with it in a way, observed it watching us. Uh, Faye had originally seen it grab a, like a three or four foot tall monkey with what seemed like this appendaged, tendrilled construct, whatever that is. Vet saw it snatch something around it, so, it, you know, that leads to the belief that it's flexible. Uh, this one, Faye was able to realize, is twice the size of the one that Faye originally saw that ate that three or four foot tall monkey. And uh, Faye observed it grasping the monkey at the top of its body with these appendages, which, you know, I think Faye is still thinking might be a jumping spider. So, and I described that it's about a hand span. <coughs> so, wide enough to grab the head of a child. And obviously strong enough to rip it off a tree and then pull it away into the darkness. <laughs> and this one is twice as big. Twice as big as the one you saw before. So, you know, you can assume it's probably more challenging to deal with. It was easier to see because... Uh, Vet gave you all an asset by describing uh, precisely what um, led to Vet noticing it through use of the spyglass. <clears throat> but yeah, so if Blaze wants to try and, I don't know, sneak up on this and do stuff, you, you can do whatever you want. It's Blaze up to you. Blaze is necessarily a sneak. 
Balls in your court. I mean, you have a high speed edge, so technically you are the sneak type in Cypher system, but I know what you mean about yeah. that's not Blaze's inclination. I mean, if you want to get yourself snatched and try to fight it. <laughs> I feel like if you make yourself visible and hold still, it'll grab you. I'm, I'm, I'm willing to do that. <laughs> or we can keep running. I'm, I'm I totally think we fine. should run very fast and fight as a last resort. <laughs> I, I like that plan. <laughs> okay. Because we also don't know if it's got like venoms right. or something. Yeah. What if it friends, grabs right? you and paralyzes you? <laughs> the look on Blaze's face is like, ooh, that's great. <laughs> um, okay. Blaze just kind of toes the ground a couple times. All right, let's move. Alrighty. So, do I understand you're all now moving as quickly as you can to try and get to the edge? Okay. Night is falling. I think I mentioned this to you that you started seeing it because the night was um, was coming on, and um, <clears throat> right around the time that you get to the tree line, this creature leaps down upon you. So we need to roll initiative. You see the Lattimores. Um, through the trees. You're right behind the edge, right there. Um, I will say this. For the sake of um, clarity, you are uh, going to be within close range of this creature. However, the Lattimores are also there. The monolith is there. You can see out past the tree line. So if you were to, for example, leave, try and get it, make a distance away from the creature from where you are and get it to the clearing, that's an option. So are the we actually see the Lattimores? We found them. So yes, you see these Lattimores, you're running through the trees and you get to the point where you see that the clearing is up ahead. You you know, the jungle is thick, so it's hard to see too far, but you get within about ten feet of the edge of the clear oh sorry, the edge of the jungle, seeing into the clearing. You notice that the Lattimores are gathered around the base of one of these monoliths. They seem to be talking amongst themselves in a language you don't understand. And some of them have a few um sources of illumination like a major glow globe. It doesn't look exactly like a globe, but it's it's equivalent. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so that that's where we are. This you all need to roll initiative. The difficulty is eight. And remember, if one of you succeeds, you all get to go before it. Oh, why don't I have Voltonio? Thought I did. Did you do it? Did I do what? Oh no. No, I only beat a six. Yeah, like if you don't have a bonus to initiative, I don't think you can win. Yeah. You can put some effort in it. Yeah, that's right. Put effort. You could. All right, let's see. We got. Bay rolled. Blaze rolled. Yeah. Vet I have rolled. no speed uh edge, so I'm not spending effort on that. That'd be expensive. Oh, I um be expensive. I took the um tier upgrade that was plus four to the pools. Does that increase my current or just the max? Yeah. Increase your current. Current and max. Yep. Nope. <laughs> 
R.I.P. Chris says, no, nah, it's cool. I'll actually add effort. Roll the four. Yep. Damn. It'd be like that. Yep. Sometimes. Uh, Sometimes those things go first. Mm-hmm. Yep, it is. <clears throat> so it lands down uh, near you all, but not on the other side. So it, it is you are between it and the, the tree line which is consistent with the behavior that Faye and Vet observed when it was staying mm-hmm. away from the tree line, right? But up close, you see some more features of it. Um, when Vet was watching it for a while, it wasn't entirely clear if this thing was quadrupedal, how many limbs it had. It now looks as though it has no arms, and it has maybe a confluence of appendages at the bottom of its body, like it's perhaps wearing a cloak. And um, you see it lean forward. And what it looks like is it, it has kind of like an upside down face. So it looks as though his eyes are down towards the bottom of this head. And again, some of this is challenging because of the fact that the, the light is refracted so distinctly from its form. Right. But it's easier to observe texture a little bit at this distance. And it has a mouth. And you see coming out of that mouth. What looks like a cluster of of appendages and it is going to attack somebody so for the sake of fun and safety right who where is everybody positioned let's be fair about this okay Faye has not stopped running great okay between it and anyone else Awesome. Okay, so for dramatic cool like interest, right? You're all running away and this thing jumps down. You you can anticipate when it's coming. You're not ambushed, especially because Faye saw it, right? Um, and uh right as it's about to leap upon you, Blaze turns around defiantly as the other three are positioned to do it and gets prepared to do battle. And it hunches over, right? But it doesn't have these arms, right? You see this form lean forward, and all of a sudden this tendril comes out. And the legs, the appendages look like they look like monkey arms. So you see this this mm, sinewy tendril erupt from the mouth of this creature at the, this like at the, the top edge of, its head? of it. Yes, at the top of its head. So so this this head leans forward, the eyes are at the bottom, you see this mouth open up, and then this sinewy tendril um, launches forward, and the only part of it that is not distinctly covered in this phantom black is eight monkey arms that match the fur of the monkey that Faye saw before. And they're all conjoined at the oh, base. I like this less and less. <laughs> yeah. Did you like it at one point? So, all relative. <laughs> so, Blaze. Just more you need to make a jumping spider. <laughs> you need to make a speed defense test at difficulty. I would have rather have been a giant spider. <laughs> uh, giant you spiders are guesses about what this was. Um, I've been picturing like a horrible carnivorous apom, and this is so <laughs> much worse. Yeah. Really, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. said. Yes, difficulty eight. Speed defense. Didn't that mean to click that? Whatever. Mm-hmm. 
No worries. Ooh, Ooh okay. Well, all right. <clears throat> Blaze, please, please take eight damage and you are grappled. Okay. <laughs> um, I have armor. Yep. Yep. So go ahead and uh, apply that. All right, excellent. That is its turn. And you all, what do you do? Blaze uh -huh. is grappled. This creature's there in its hunched form. It's probably about seven feet tall. Um, if it were to rear up or something, it might be a bit taller, but yeah, you can see it. So it, it, it at this at this range, despite the, the color, the light is not so gone that it, you're hindered in attacking it. So you don't have any problem with that yet. Just to color your actions, um, Blaze is exactly where he wants to be. Okay. So Blaze is grappled across the top of his chest. Not his head for dramatic interest. Blaze's head is visible, right? But these monkey arms are wrapping around your shoulders and the top of your torso. So. Uh, before anybody is going to go, this is yeah. more a meta comment. Um, is anybody planning on attacking the thing? I'm okay. gonna try to make it uh, let go of mm, Blaze, cool. so okay. you at least not be grappled, and you can fight it. Okay, and because I got the yes, please from Chris, um, <laughs> Faye is whipping out this module that he's been carrying Ooh. around for the longest freaking time, and just yep. slaps yeah. it onto the little like fighting little forearm blades, right? For uh, for for Reuben? Yeah. Oh, right. uh, do you have the a gravity nodule also? N no, no. This is called a disrupting nodule. Mm-hmm. Listening. Yeah. I know. Um, <laughs> it's uh it's level no seven. It's, so it does three additional points of damage, and if you hit it, it loses its next action. Mm. Real good. So so Faye goes, get him. <laughs> Now, whether or not he's referred to go go get my buddy Blaze or go destroy the monster, it doesn't really matter to Reuben, I don't think. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's Technically, do it. Technically, it's for the next 28 hours, so enjoy that. Nice. <laughs> um, can I try my psychic suggestion? Ooh, yeah. You gotta make a roll. You succeed against difficulty eight, it takes effect. Yeah, it is. Okay. And of course, if you have any skill in this particular power, that applies. You can apply effort. Many of that stuff is typical. Okay, so to roll this, do I then have to go up and specifically make an int roll? Yes, exactly. Okay. So like, if I click this, it's just going to show the text, I think. Oh, gotcha, yeah. You're welcome to do that for everyone else's benefit, but no, for the sake of the roll, yeah, it needs to be an int roll. Difficulty eight? I don't think I have anything that would lower that. Other than effort? I'm specialized in, like, mind reading, but this is mm. sort of the opposite. Yeah, you need to be specialized in the power, or trained in the power, because, of course, you could have skill in that, you know, with your flex skill or something else. You've chosen that. Ooh. Okay. Oof. So this is 
I think if it's okay for me to describe how it feels, um, that um, you attempt to use your, um, at this point, well-developed powers of um, mental persuasion and tapping in, and the telepathy bounces off of it or glides off of it in the same way that light does. So you get oh, the that impression feels weird. That, yeah, I bet I bet it feels really weird to you. Like minds aren't supposed to be impenetrable, but somehow, right? This is what is deflecting this. But you don't get the impression that it's impossible to do this. Just yeah. that that particular attempt was challenging. Cool. All right, who's next? Uh, I guess it's me. Cool. So I will. Um, I was still working on doing all the math. Um, I will go invisible. Yes, cool. Uh, well, first I will uh, casually stroll up to the boss, hands raised in a pose of uh, of, of dominance <laughs> and assertion. Um, you you think darkness is your ally? Yeah. Um, I'm to be clear. I'm the guy in the pink suit in this meme. <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, yes. And when I'm within striking range, looking like I'm going to just like start hacking at this thing, uh, I just go invisible and start phasing. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Um, and I need to make a roll to see if I can get some damage on him first. Do it. Do it. I hope this works. Guy. It sounds very cool. This is going to be good. Do it. Uh, <clears throat> While you're invisible, it's a little bit easier. I'm just going to use one effort on this one. I hope for a good roll. <laughs> ah, that's a toy. Yes. Yes. It's so good. I love it. Uh, All right. Let's. Talk about this. What happens? So this is phase detonation. Ooh, um, baby. Where when I go invisible and start phasing, yes, it just like flexes reality around him. Um, and so I get plus four damage from this for, because of awesome. the twenty, right? Yes, absolutely. If that's what you um, choose, or a major have, effect. You know, yes, or or a major effect. Uh, can is getting Craig free a major effect? Oh yeah, it could be. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I'm happy. I'm happy to grant that. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take that. That's what you'd like. Um, so it takes four damage that ignores armor. Oh, and gotcha. and um, Blaze is free. Okay. We go by transparency here, as I said, right? And this doesn't have any adjustment to its HP um, uh, like some do, right? So this is a level eight creature, 24 HP. It's down to 20. Sick. Uh, yep. Plus Good three stuff. from disrupting nodule. No, I didn't hit it with the weapon. Oh, okay. This oh, is, this, this is power the teleport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll be next turn. Th this is what happens. Um, you do this, um, this, uh, this disruption effect, right? And it has a light disruption effect intrinsic to its mm -hmm. form, right? All of a sudden, you see this kind of like um, 
this distortion pass through it. The arms release. It's been kind of shocked, right? And Blaze is no longer grappled. And the limbs convulse a bit, as though the creature is slightly stunned. And then it comes back into, um, into position. And as it does this, you see this brief glimpse of what it would look like if its fur wasn't Vanta Black. Mm. And what you see is purple and orange fur. Like a Lattimore? Like a Lattimore. Corrupted Lattimore. Or it absorbs characteristics of the things it eats, like limbs. Could be. Fur. They eat the monkey limbs. Mm -hmm. It's not lost on me that we've traveled far into the future and there's a sort of... uh, Orange monkey people and then uh, evil underground people. <laughs> Just saying. I know, right? I mean, come on. If only I could remember what this book was. I know that like the character got in a time machine and traveled mm-hmm. through time in mm-hmm. the time machine. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so... What, what, what if, if you know the name of this movie, uh, or uh, no, excuse yeah, me, it's a book. Chat. It's a book. Uh, well, not chat. YouTube comments, because yeah, we 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 really don't know what the name of this yeah. book about a time machine a time is machine. called. Yeah. No, it's. I have no idea either. Yeah. Tell me, please. Was it in by Vool's journey or something? Oh, God, <laughs> don't poke him that hard, Mike. Craig. <laughs> That sounds familiar. Is it my turn now? It is, if you so choose. Oh, wait. Faye went, because Faye added a disrupting nodule. Great. Wonderful. Um, I will unleash a medium unarmed attack. Yes, do it. Tear off its horrible tongue. I'm uh, (laughs) a little disappointed because now that it's releasing me, I presume I'm farther away from the head. Uh, you're in the same spot. Yeah, you're just not wrapped tall. up. Yeah, right. But his plan was to get eaten or get into the face area, so he could. More why why is that always your plan? I'm just going to go straight into its mouth. This thing. If it's helpful to um, describe position, right? It leapt down. You were all in close range. It extended this tendril, right? And it came out of its mouth only a foot or two to grasp you because you were in the front. So when it released you, you're still close enough that if you move to the side, you know, you know how things work, right? You you could hit it in the face if you wanted or get into its face, you know. Um, you're in oh. brawling range. It's a, it's a brawl right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, two levels are for free because of edge. Yep. Uh, Hell yeah, do it. Difficulty eight? Yep. Make uh, it happen. Yes. Let's get another 20. Come on now. Make me happy. Ooh, cool. All right. Fantastic. Eight damage. That's a lot. How do you do so much damage? damage, I have a lot of stacks on my damage. (laughs) Yep. Uh, Blaze doesn't do a lot of things, but the things he does, he does well. When you connect, it seems as though this creature has a slightly toughened carapace. However, you've encountered things like this. This isn't as bad as someone wearing very heavy armor. Just mm-hmm. it is clear to you from your experience and your sensitivity to... And my own toughness. 
yes, in your own intrinsic toughness that this creature is not um, weak in constitution. Cool. So, all right. It is down to 13 HP because it has one armor. All right. So, um, the creature does not know where Reuven went. Mm-hmm. The creature still doesn't. Go ahead. I'm just. A, I'm trying to make myself the biggest target it can see. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just. I'm just. You know, describing oh, yeah. a what what it knows again for transparency. The creature doesn't know where Reuven went. Faye's over in the back. Ved and Faye are a distance away. It tried to grapple Blaze, and Blaze just broke free. And Blaze also just punched it. So it's going to engage Blaze again. This time, <clears throat> it rears up a bit taller, and you see. What looks like someone extending themselves from within a voluminous cloak, right? And now it is perched above the ground 10 feet. And you see the tendril come back into its mouth. And then it comes out as though it's two fists together. To punch but there are like the fingers, arms, is that it? Yeah. Yes, I love exactly. It. Horrible. Yes. Punching. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it comes right at your face. Mm-mm. Yeah. Please make a speed defense test. Uh, Difficulty eight. Uh, yep. Ooh. Okay. Lay it on me. In damage. You've had how much damage? Eighteen now. Yep. I've had a bit. That's fine. So you are in impaired. No. No. How many what? points do we have, actually? I'm not sure. It's based off your pools. Off your might. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah, that would Once. screw me up very, very badly. <laughs> yeah. Is, oh, is damage always might? It goes to might first. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. uh, unless, unless it's a specific effect. Poisons can sometimes do speed or intellect damage. Uh, there are some powers that can do intellect damage, right? There's right. some powers that can do speed damage. But generally, physical damage goes to might. Okay. Uh, and that keeps like, impaired. Okay, gotcha. So all your might's gone, mm-hmm. which means then, um, you, I think your tasks it should say on your sheet. You'll be mm-hmm. able to see when you're impaired, right? Um, effort costs more, and uh, major and minor effects don't do as much, and you're generally hindered. So, all right. So we'll keep that in mind. Cool. So it has gone. It just punched Blaze um, with, and and that was a meaty thud, as though you were hit with by yes, by eight monkeys at once. And so it is now all of your turn. Creatures at thirteen HP. What's happening? It is now, it, like I said, it is it is standing or positioned ten feet above the ground from within this weird, voluminous, dark body everyone's going first i'm kind of willing to let y'all fight it because i want to go in its head Mm -hmm. now that we saw the flash of it being like latimore colored Mm -hmm. i want to see if i can if it is one of some Mm -hmm. sort Yeah. So yeah, basically just call out like, do you think you've got it handled? Because I'm not very great at combat. 
And Blaze's like, everything's fine. Wobble, wobble. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> spit on some blood. Uh, I can do this all day. It's, it's just getting interesting. <laughs> a heavily out of phase, warbly Reuven voice says, it should be fine. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, I'm going to try this then. Do it. Uh, is Okay, I'm trained in this. But I'm clicking it from my skills, so does that automatically apply it? Mm-hmm. Um, if you, you click the train, then yes. Yeah. Is it difficulty eight to get in its head? It is. Like two or three levels of effort makes it doable. Expensive. Mm-hmm. That's quite true. Oof. Oh. Oof. Yep. Yeah. Man. Rough rolls. I'm just rolling bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's disappointing. And uh, yeah, that's got me down to that cost six to do because it's a cost of two. Gotcha. All right. Who's next? Can't get through its horrible Vanta Black brain. I'm going yeah, to use exactly that's how it feels again. And it's probably like, this is wrong. I don't like this. <laughs> but I'm going to keep trying anyways. I mean, if it gets back around to me, I'm just going to shoot it. Yeah. <laughs> you got you got two, two strikes, you're out. I tried. Indiana Jones. <laughs> um, I'm going to use my newly specialized, not merely trained, Iodum Ray. Um, yes, yes. And I'm going I'm to try and zap it. I support that. Do it. Oop. One sec. Head pass it. Don't need that. Um, nope. Roll. Damn. Damn indeed. Well, all right. All right. Um, I am going to scratch existence just by yes. like running around it. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Which is going to cost me one might point. Cool. And um, I guess I can make a roll. Uh, it's eased two steps because I'm invisible. I'm not going to put effort into this just because it just does one minimum. But hey, okay. So didn't didn't do well enough. That's okay. That's right. not the main no thrust worries. of this one. Yep. Um, and then I'm going to channel my disrupting touch um, through the forearm blade attack. Oh yeah. Yes. Awesome. The disrupting uh, touch with the disrupting nodule. Now I understand oh, yeah. the it's, interest. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Good. Um. Okay. This is also easier. And I'm specialized, so that's bringing eight down to four in my head math. Ooh, um, that's good. So I think I'm going to do one effort to the uh, roll itself. Cool, yes. And try and roll a nine. Okay, and all right. Two yep. effort to the damage. All right, that's not good. Yeah, 60% chance. That sounds good to me. You do it, pretty sure you're going to kill it. You only need 14 to kill it. 
considering the one armor. Oh, wait, uh, does disrupting uh, touch ignore armor? Yeah. Okay, cool. Great. That's Fantastic. a 16 on the die. Yeah, um, baby. So it takes... How much damage? Uh, 8 plus 3 from Drew's thing. Huh? And it loses plus, its next action. Uh, oh, I think it added too much on there. Okay. Because it should only be... I'm doing 11 damage all day. All right. You do 11. And again, confirm for me. Disrupting touch ignores armor, right? Yes. Okay, cool. Yep. So you do 11. It's at 2. Yeah, because it ignores uh, armor, the balance is that it only does plus 2 versus plus 3 for effort. Ah, uh, that's right. Yes. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Um, so 2 base plus the 4 on blade itself cool. is 2 plus 4 from effort is 8 plus Fantastic. 3 from the disrupting nodules, 11. Yeah. Okay. Wonderful. Yeah, that 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 matches my arithmetic. A sizable chunk of just like, like the yes. the the blade goes in and chunks it, and then I think the the whole arm like, just like absolutely Ooh. like disrupts this thing, punching a hole in it. Ooh, fucking cool! All right, so when that happens, when you succeed in doing so much damage and let's say piercing its body, right? All of a sudden, the Vanta Black effect disappears. And, um, well, what's the right way to put this? All right. Um, you see this head, which looks like leathered skin with a maw kind of stretched wide, like, a, you know, a corpse mask. Right, mm -hmm. as though it's uh, leather skin that's tanned in the sun, attached to this violently purple and orange fur that you recognize as Lattimore fur. However, the face doesn't remind you distinctly of a Lattimore necessarily. Mm -hmm. The eyes are are um are are gaping orbits, and there's nothing in them. And that tendril had struck out and hadn't retracted yet. So the sinewy tendril looks like muscle viscera that's, you know, covered in some kind of dried, slick blood. And the monkey arms, each one looks a bit different, as though it was ripped off of a From corpse a and attached yeah. to the base. Yes. From, From a, a different monkey. Corpse golem. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Oof. And uh, down at the base, the shaggy fur splays around you still haven't seen any feet or anything like that as though it's a cloak so as though it has consumed fur and made mm -hmm. a carapace for itself gross and its blood is is this this very thick red it doesn't burst out like yeah. like any experience you had stabbing someone mm -hmm. right it I, punches it, in that's all <laughs> yes <that's, laughs> yeah it, it, when you punch in its blood has the viscosity of, I don't know, a corpse, um, old yeah, corpse exactly, or right. old grape jam or something Oof. like that. Yeah, it is unpleasant, and it makes. But I'm still now. mostly out of phase before I stop touching this thing. <laughs> yeah, and then the only person who hears a scream is Vet, 
and it sounds discordant. You hear this sound that does not have an audible component. But that is what makes it through. So, and it is shaky. Um, Blaze still has an action, I believe. Mm -hmm. Please kill it. Um, Have you gone? Uh, you tried the rain and it yeah. didn't work, right? Yeah. yeah, my own rain mist. Yes, that is me yelling out now that I can see it. Please kill it. Please kill it. <laughs> um, do I want to kill it or do I want to uh, do recovery? Yeah, I mean, you take another action, is you take another punch. He can't yeah. attack. You do have a turn. Oh, that's right. That's, that's true. Yeah. That's a good point. Thank you for reminding me. Yep. It's not okay. going to punch you. Um, I will do a recovery. Whew, that's better. All right. Way to go. That's cool. a good roll, too. Mm-hmm. That's real good. Oh, did you include your um points from me? What I think so. That's what oh, the six yeah. is. Because otherwise it would be 1d6 plus 4, unless Blaze is taking that alternate benefit. To increase uh, recovery rolls. Um, I have. The only one did. <coughs> okay, then yeah, you get plus okay. two. I get another two. Yeah, yeah, I have um one of my abilities is restful presence. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I was so peaceful when you were so it, it does nothing for a turn. Yes. So um two. yeah okay well narrow what happens yes exactly so um uh blaze uh. decides to get rid of the impaired conditions, (laughs) right? Takes a breather, um, takes advantage of Vet's restful presence, right? And um, it looks like it is going to retract the the tendril, right? With the monkey arms and try and punch again, but all of a sudden isn't able to do that. And uh, Reuven feels it convulse slightly on um, their arm. Because is Ruben's arm still in 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 the body? No. Did you pull it out? Okay, you gotcha. You punched in and pulled out. Cool. Yeah. All right. Fantastic. And you wouldn't feel that distinctly, but you would observe it. So, it, it looks like it tried to act and was unable to. I want to shoot it. Cool. Sounds good. Go right ahead and do that. Is it still eight to hit it? Yes. <coughs> How many efforts can we spend? Depends on how many extra yep. efforts you've taken. Yep. And up to your effort rating. Yeah. I can spend four. I can spend in three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, no. oh, my Lord. We Jeez, cannot roll today. Points. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, uh, it's, it's rough to lose those points too. Shot, I have yeah. rolled a uh, four yeah. twice. Yep. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, this, is... this thing's looking wobbly, right? This this thing look look. My you, my head you, says it's got one HP left, right? You, it has two with two. one armor. Yeah, you oh, okay. yeah you you uh, know. Right? I suddenly like loom up, like in its mind, bigger Ooh. than I am, having like ripped it apart, uh, and I just shout with my mind uh oh cool do it um yeah i can do that too hey 
um, <laughs> using uh, the onslaught power. And I think it's just yeah. this like like fucking Dovahkiin shout. <laughs> uh, uh, and it's just <laughs> pathetic. yeah initially you said that and i was like oh my god it is pathetic it is pathetic (laughs) the one one all right we are looking so bad in front of these latin wars y'all you are yeah no, I looked real good oh, for a while. Baby, this is good. I tried to All style right. on him instead of doing the good thing. Yes, so um, it was affected by this disruption. Um, it wasn't able to act. You had just pierced its body, and you see it's heavily Wait, viscous. Go ahead. Hold, please. Okay. You get something on a miss? Damn it. Onslaught doesn't do damage on a failure. Oh. Unlike all of my phase powers, which would have killed it. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, womp, womp, womp. Womp, womp. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it reared up to 10 feet. You attempt to rear up and shout it to death. And this is what happens. So, um, it was in this state of inability to act and tried to pull the tendril back. Suddenly, you shout it back into activity, and it had reared back. So now its face is its face is upside down. But because it's reared back, its face looks like it's looking down at you. Mm-hmm. So it whips the tendril back in, yeah, and it whips it down at you mm-hmm. and pulls you into its mouth. Ooh, fun! Head first, yeah, cool. So Love please that. take eight damage, and your head is inside of its maw as it Sick. opens up this tanned leather and of course excellent. if you have armor you know you oh yes excellent that. i do have yeah. one armor always yeah it's important <laughs> imply that and so yeah yeah um yeah. you see this rictus stretch but not break like old tan leather sometimes fractures and snaps because it isn't you know mm-hmm. um wet enough it's not moist right. enough right so but this doesn't it just stretches wide to accommodate your head as it pulls it inside mm. oh yeah love that I would like to offer an XP to place myself there instead of moving. That's okay. Well, the unfortunate thing is with a GM intrusion, mm-hmm. you cannot spin XP to alter it when it's on a one. Okay. Um, yeah. I otherwise would say absolutely. I'm happy to take that XP and change it. Only with ones. So. It's you okay. Just gotta, gotta I, kill I deserve it. my roll. I rolled really well <laughs> twice in a row, so it's fine. It's also pretty dramatic. You punch yeah. it like this, it's nearly dead. You're like, you're going to die. And in its death throes, it's trying to If you to guys don't it. kill it, I'm going to fucking phase out of it. Yes. It'll be fine. That's exactly. It's going to it's, it's going to bite your head off. <laughs> I'll live. <laughs> <laughs> it's not how guillotines work, but yeah. Oh, shit. Actually, it comes down to me. Wait, no. Because, yeah, Vet did. Okay, I shot wildly at it and missed. Yep, you and Blaze hasn't gone yet. No, Blaze healed. That was last. Oh, that's right. Blaze took the recovery. No, yeah, this is the second one. It does nothing for a turn, and then Faith, and then Bet win, and then I win. Oh no, 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 no! It hasn't acted yet. This was the result of the GM intrusion. So this is the. Mm -hmm. It didn't act, 
and then this is your round again. It's still You're our right. Because mm-hmm. Blaze is and still your turn. Have because, yeah, that's right, exactly. Okay, so Blaze does have a chance. Okay, good. So yep. kill it before it eats me. Okay. I think uh, it's a good idea. Because I have <laughs> six I have six intellect left in my pool. And it takes yep. five for me to hit it with oh. all effort. <laughs> I um I'm having a brain moment. Can mm-hmm. someone yes. do the math for four levels of effort? Just put four yes. nine. It will tell you. Yeah, it just does it. It's not calculating it for me. It's nine. nine? Yeah. Okay. One way to think about it is that the first level ever costs three, everything else costs two. So what I like to do is subtract one from the number you want, multiply by two, and add three. Yeah. I will do a medium bludgeoning attack of four levels of effort. Do it. Do it. Here we go. Alrighty. And plus one damage. Yeah. So where go. do you punch it? Tell me what happens. Um, I'm going to go for uh, where I imagine things that eat have to go into some sort of receptacle for processing. So I'm imagining okay. there's some sort of a stomach cavity. I'm going to hit it hard enough. And maybe it'll expel. Even. I mean, I'm okay. sort of like gotcha. dangling partway in, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I don't think right. I was fully yeah, You're tiptoes. Reuven isn't short. Reuven's a tall dragon person. And this creature's looming 10 feet up, but loomed down, pulled the head mm-hmm. up, right? So it's not like Reuven is off the ground yet. But it does have Alrighty. you in its mouth. Yes, it does have you in its mouth. Your head uh, down to the bottom of your neck is is uh, is in um, this thing's mouth. Yep. Cool. All right. So you punch it in, in what you think is a stomach cavity. Uh, Vet once again hears this kind of non-audible um, yell, right? Uh, and uh, it falls down. So Reuven falls, it's, it's stretched rictus is still agape, right? Reuven is not suffocating, but uh, Reuven falls in a position where they are still next to the body mm-hmm. and can pull their head out very easily. Yep. And I think more of this out viscous... Of like, Go ahead. Out of, like, reflex, I just, like, phase out of existence and, like, roll out of the way for a second. Yes, that's perfect. That makes complete sense to me. Pop back up, like, 20 feet away, like, yeah, we're good. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Nobody saw that. It's all good, fam. Yeah. Uh, so when when the body topples, more of the viscous blood kind of like blurps out the side Warp. and lands on the bottom, on the ground. So. And the jungle is still. It has been like 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. Sounds about right. The Lattimore activity stopped. They are quiet. So I told you that was going to be quick work. <sighs> you okay, Riven? All good. A little nasty, but or I would I would imagine Riven is generally a pretty clean person because I imagine the like phasing out of existence like leaves things that aren't you, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. And so, like, the goop was left behind. <laughs> so you just, for a moment, there's like a Reuven-shaped yeah. mass of goop suspended in the air before it collapses? It collapses. I love goop. it. Yep. Uh, that's, that's fantastic. Faster than gravity, for sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, I love it. Especially next session, once I can run a very long distance in a single action. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's real good. That's like half a mile, 
right? It's so good. Yeah, it's so that's good. wild. It's so uh, good. Uh, yeah. So what the fuck was that? Um, <laughs> kicks it. How far <laughs> away from the Lattimores are we? What is the range? Um, the Lattimores are at the base of the monolith, and uh, the clearing is fifty feet. So the Lattimores are about fifty feet away from you, give or take. You know like four or five feet because you're at the edge of the tree line and you're all within 10 feet of each other moving around. Yeah, what are the, the ranges? Oh, gotcha. So close range is 10 short is up to um, 50 and then long is up to a hundred. So. Okay. Um, I want to step forward into the clearing. They've clearly seen us. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And I want That's to right. try to um, telepathically talk to them. Okay. This is they have to be willing and able to communicate. Um, I want to just sort of step forward and wave and try to establish a link with like one of them that looks like it's watching us. Okay. They're all watching you. There are 15 Lattimore. Okay. And they're all watching intently. Um, They're all also the giant Lattimore. So, the ones that were like, between 12 and 15 feet tall. Oh, yeah. yeah. The ones that are seven. seven. Yes, exactly. That's right. These are all huge. Um, yeah, let's see. What does it cost to do that? It has a cost of one. Mm-hmm. So, almost certainly it's free. Does he have edge? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I can just do it without having to pay. Yeah. All right. Yep. Um, unless you're spending effort on it. Yeah, generally, if something has a cost of one, you have an edge to match it, it's free. You don't have to spend points. Okay, yeah. The um, effort can go to affect the duration or the difficulty of it. Mm-hmm. Would this be a hard difficulty? Uh, these are difficulty six. So there's a way you can make it completely consensual, then you don't have to roll against the difficulty. But they are div- level six, or they are level six NPCs. Okay, uh, that's why I was trying to like wave at them and sort of let it be yeah. known that I'm trying to talk. Yeah, that ma- that makes in- makes complete sense to you. And, okay. and I'll just declare because you're not going to know out of character, right? Or sorry, you're not going to know in character that they are going to consent telepathy. So okay. you don't don't spend effort. You don't have to worry about that. I'm just telling you, yeah, that what their level is for the sake of clarity. Okay, so yeah, I'm gonna make a link to one of them and just sort of send through the idea that we would like um could be coming to your clearing because of the beasts. You uh <clears throat> see the one you link up with squint at you on when you did that and then you get back um uh how is this terse you it feels like a terse response once preparations are complete and then you feel the link shut off Okay, I'm just going to kind of nod and turn back to everyone else and be like, there, we will be welcome. 
Reuven drags the corpse to the edge of the clearing. <laughs> As a, a warning? Just shouts, can someone explain what the fuck this thing is? So, um, you see one of them trying to, so the one that um, spoke with that was kind of towards the front. Mm-hmm. And uh, you see one, this is a little shorter, um, behind that one, looked like it was about to um, emerge from behind to say something. And the one that spoke with Vet grabs it by the throat and constricts its throat. And then it, it looks at it and then looks at you and then just like stops whatever it was going to do. And then it gets released. I think you should put put it back. And then you get uh, an attempt to connect with you. The one that you connected with the first time attempts to connect with you, Vet. Okay. Um, I will listen to it. It says, <laughs> what does it say to you? Hmm. Yeah. Okay. It says, leave the wraith. Wait. Of course. Thank you. Um, just out loud to uh, Reuben. Like, yeah, um, put it away. Okay. That, that may not have been so courteous. Yeah, I feel like you're just kind of shoving the corpse of some of their people up at them, right? Please, please review the notes of Reuben not good at talking to people. We just, <laughs> yeah. we just eliminated a gigantic predator from their forest. <laughs> they should be grateful that we've done this disservice to the natural order. I, and I, I totally understand where you're coming from, but suppose that I had just murdered um, something that looked exactly like you, and I walked up to you with my arms and just dropped it on the ground in front of you. Might not that seem a little threatening if you didn't know who I was? If you were to slay the reanimated bones of my kin, I would thank you. <laughs> Some of the people have more attachment to their forms, perhaps. <laughs> yes. Be attached to their forms, and therefore be grateful for the ending of the desecration of them. Regardless, they have asked us to kindly... I understand and will comply. I'm just saying, I think it's a little weird to be kind of pissy about it. I think they don't want it in their clearing. Well, sure. That's why I left it right on the edge. (laughs) Put it it further. Okay. Also, I I don't want it. (laughs) Uh, And Ruben just, like, pulls out a big knife and rips this thing apart. Ooh, cool. All right. Let's I want to see that. how this thing works. Oh, see. Does it have feet? <clears throat> All right. So now, what are you doing? You're going to try and pull up like the carapace or something like that and see what's going on? Go ahead. Do you want to pause there before we get into the... Yeah, let's yeah, talk section. about a necropsy after the break, everybody. Cool. All right. Uh, YouTube folks, you're not even going to notice this. Twitch folks will be back in a jiffy. <clears throat> Ruben's all dragging around corpses and things and then decides, uh, well, fine, if they don't want to do with this and they have stuff to do, I have stuff to do, too. Uh, so I'm going to perform an necropsy. Is that right? That was about to happen. More or less, yeah. To be fair, all right, sounds good. they're not doing it alone. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Okay, cool. And just based on the dialogue, I think necropsy would be a little highbrow for what they're actually doing. <laughs> 
<laughs> that right, is fair. very I'm gonna point out. visibly walking away. <laughs> it's like, I want the Lattimores to see that oh, I am stepping away from this. Yeah, no, no, this is like... Dragon. Oh, you're like, like Dragon. Okay. Yeah, yeah they want me to take it away. So I'm gonna take it's it away. Jungle. I'm gonna satisfy yeah. my curiosity here. <laughs> Out of character, I really want to know how this is built. In yeah. character, that is horrifying. Oh yeah, absolutely. That makes complete sense. Look, I almost went in the hard way, so now I'm gonna go in the way that lets me find things out the easy way. Yes, that's uh, great. Is this still a difficulty eight task. It is still a difficulty eight task. However, there are many assets you can take advantage of, okay. and yeah, that would result in you getting certain kinds of information and okay. not just mangling its corpse in the process right. of it. Uh, I'm so, assuming. Um, that uh fate helping me as an asset absolutely yeah there are other things you can use uh i'm happy to to entertain them as assets what do you got you got any ciphers uh, i don't know what irrelevant to do. infiltrator harmony lamp hmm. Hmm, i don't think i have anything that helps but i guess like I have using, I have tools using my oh yeah I was gonna say using my phasing to like <laughs> karate, karate chop disrupting touch oh I see what you're saying like um, part it like I will say I think that you could probably channel disrupting touch through another tool so if you're willing to take the time to perhaps use a a, a more focused knife or something like that instead of your hand because it would be rather crude for this I mean, purpose yeah. then you could count your disrupting touch as an asset as well. So Sounds good. It'll just take you a little while, I think, to get the the cuts right. Like it right. wouldn't be, yeah. So if you're willing to take, you know, a couple of minutes to do that, which will, in the span of the story, like it's gonna be fine because it's yeah. Latimer. So yeah. Um. Cool. So that's two assets. Is there anything else yep. that Drew can do? I think that's it. Okay. He's helping you. So okay. that's good. I'm gonna really push myself on this and then recover afterwards. Yay! That's true. All right. Yay. Cool. I didn't need to push that hard. <laughs> you didn't. To go. You didn't know. That. But you never know. Yeah, you know. You never know. It's roll two. So there's something about like trying to hit a six feels really easy, and trying to hit a nine's like, bro. <laughs> like mentally, on, like I mean, come on. Yep. Yep. I'm with you. I mean, also oh. with the way we've been rolling. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, hitting a six hasn't been easy tonight. Nope. Um, nope. Yeah, so Reuven, like, sets their stuff down. Because, like, that fight happened with, like, packs on and everything, too. Yes. And so, yes, sets up the side, pulls out some, uh, like, starts pulling out, like, a big fuck-off dagger. And then it's like, Ooh. Faye, do you have, like, more... <laughs> appropriate tools yes because <laughs> like under initial investigation of like how does this carapace sort of come like can it just be ripped and then no it's like pretty hard and like okay well mm -hmm. and then yeah, just, like not. taking time to like phase swipe a, a fucking scalpel through it for a while yes yeah yeah so it's like using an obsidian scalpel like, peel this thing like a fucking banana all right <laughs> <laughs> um you notice that um uh as you're perhaps uh, applying the scalpel that 
let's not say they're perforate perforations where the face is attached to the carapace, but that it's easier to start the necropsy mm-hmm. from sure. the top where the face is. And that it's, you know, like when you're field dressing an animal, right? There are certain places you go in order to pull mm-hmm. stuff back. Like if anyone's field dressing deer, how you do right. that, or if you try and sure. like shuck a rabbit, right? Like their right. skin is just so loosely attached, you can just pull it off with your hands. So uh, let's not get too much into the real world stuff. Fair, fair enough. Yeah, I'm not trying to do body horror. I'm just saying. Yeah. yeah. And of course, I'll, I'll omit some of this yeah. stuff. Uh, so, so yes, uh, you notice it's easier at the top and you can go down and you can be methodical about this. Right. Uh, so this is the interesting thing you see inside. You do not see any distinct limbs or skeleton. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, this would likely occur to you. You don't need another role for this because the role is for one, doing the necropsy and two, understanding what you do. Right. Um, it reminds you of the kind of um, amorphous strength that you see you've seen cephalopods exhibit mm-hmm. and if you were to be kind of i want to say crudely form a crude comparison it reminds you of like a macroscopic amoeba mm-hmm. in that when you're looking at the bottom of its body how it moves around it's almost moving around on pseudopodia mm-hmm. that's extending and moving so on the inside of its body it has a lot of like concentric rings of muscle that enable it to move its body and extend it and move down mm-hmm. and things like that. Um, and this is what you see. You see uh, a few sacs in its stomach. If you so choose to, you know, extract this portion of its elementary canal. Yeah, we're, we're learning. It has a, <laughs> fantastic. It has a blind gut. So, you don't see any um, exit point to that mm-hmm. gut, but you see a few sacs, mm-hmm. and you see little creatures inside of each of those sacs. As though parts of the the things that it eats are divided up, mm-hmm. and you see bulging from one of these sacs what looks like, like um, an encapsulation, like a a sac was forming off the end of one of these diversions of its stomach. And inside of it, it's like an appendage. So you see like a leathery appendage with like a talon on it. That looks about the length of one of these monkey arms. That's in one of these sacks that hasn't yet detached. I'm happy to answer the questions. So it was building a different arm? Could have been. Could have removed an arm and it was in the process of moving it elsewhere in its body where it can incorporate it into its weird tendril thing. So it's some sort of claw? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Weird leather. You know what? Have you seen Gremlins 2? Has anyone seen Gremlins 2? Not in the arms in the Gremlins? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The arms in the Gremlins look like these weird sinewy leathery arms and they got claws on them. Looks like a Gremlin arm. Like a okay. chicken foot turned into a hand. Yeah, that's right. That's fair. Yeah, that's a fair comparison as well. Okay, so that's from something else. Yes. Cool. Love yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wait, wasn't there some sort of bird thing that we saw get yanked up and eaten? I don't think there was a bird. You saw was monkeys, monkey? you saw a furry mammal on the oh. ground. Yeah, grab yeah. grab uh, one of Vet's rations. That's it's possible I said a bird and I just forgot. No, you're right. Okay. 
too, you get the impression from this that it eats things and it incorporates portions of their body and then moves it off somehow. So, yeah. Um, but we don't find any sort of like other than the gut, there's no like central organ. Oh, gotcha. There's no like, it's not like, like, I had been operating under the assumption that like the carapace is wrapped around something. Mm, mm. But yeah, 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 yeah. This whole thing is the very large organism. It, it has, it ha yes, that's right. Yeah, the the carapace isn't disguising something that has like four limbs and is moving right. around like that. It, it it's a bunch of concentric muscle that allows it to move up and down like a leech or a mollusk. Okay. Right. Right. Um. Yeah, yeah, and like you said, Ruben, comes to the whole cephalopod conclusion. So yes, that's right. Um, yeah, some kind of terrestrial cephalopod. Well, that's a new one on me, boys. And this is out of character, but to be fair, for Ruben, weird monster things that conveniently have its various loot pieces just kind of laid out isn't that's fairly inside it. <laughs> This has not been a lucrative boss fight, that's for sure. <laughs> just, you just unzip it, you pull out the, all the stuff out, it's quick and easy. The purples, there weren't even any greens. Yeah. Right. Low quality loots. Yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious. Faye does not make that comment. Yeah. Faye is kind of upset and was there, there was this definite hope of that, like, maybe there will be some kind of contraption that is going, no, it's all organic. This isn't yeah. very interesting. That makes sense to me. Seems like the right uh, kind of response. Does the what? Uh, the sorry, brain was oh. trying to work faster, or tongue was trying to work faster than brain. Um, is there any residual, or can I discover any residual sort of um, functionality of how the like? Fanta black stuff where it was working oh cool so that's a great question yes absolutely um so you take the carapace off and um after looking at the organs and stuff like looking for this source you start looking on the interior of it and you get a little close and you notice these glands that are dispersed across it i'd say distributed in a relatively uniform pattern right um almost looking like lymph nodes or something like that and they have a distinctly black uh, quality to them. And you're welcome to open them if you like. Yeah, I and think carefully to not like spray it everywhere. Sounds good. Then, like, cool. Pops one into a like vial or something. And it's like awesome. Chromatophores. Perfect. But so, yeah, that's right. If that's an okay. out of character question or if plays, if that's name. Character question that's also valid. Please, whatever um, happens on cable, you can put that sentence together. <laughs> fair enough, I wasn't sure. Um, but yeah, you look at these and you look down at them, and then you notice that yeah, it seems like these hairs are connected to glands, oil glands, or something that at their base, and these nodes supply the glands distributed across the carapace. So it gives you the impression that regardless of what the color of its fur is, it's able to turn it mm -hmm. into this van to black with this secretion if you and can harvest playing that. with it go ahead what'd you say if you could harvest that that might be some interesting applications oh you can but but blaze doesn't use ciphers 
this, is, this isn't a cipher. <laughs> not yet, it's not. <laughs> does it have a That's brain? Right. It does have a brain. Okay. It does have a central that, brain. Okay. That actually was the question I was asking before. Oh, I'm sorry. I misunderstood. Not whether there was I like an organism inside, but like a central sort of. Gotcha. Fair enough. Uh, I, I misunderstood the question. Was, yeah. Yeah. I, I guess the stuff. question was better phrased as how far does that amoeba metaphor go? Like, is oh, it okay, a giant enough. sort of one cellular thing with things inside of yeah. it? Yeah. 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 yeah that That's what sense. I was wondering. Like, what I was. um. Uh, trying to touch its brain and I couldn't. I yeah. wanted to know if it had one. So yeah. it does have a brain, mm-hmm. and it is towards the top of this thing, but it's not where the head is. Mm. The head just seems like a an aperture, sure, that's used for feeding or perception. But yeah, you do you you find the brain. The brain reminds you of what kind of analogy. Do I want to use here? Okay. Um. What was that? Like a nucleus? Ooh, you were describing yeah. it sort of in amoeba terms, right? Yeah, yeah, I could, I could describe it that way, totally. Yeah, um, it, it looks like... Um, it doesn't look like the two hemispheres of a human brain. It looks like... The, you know what, actually? Here we go. The, the brain looks like a cuttlefish. And if you've seen um, uh, dendrites... Uh, extend off of a nuclear cell body, right? Or ganglia, right? It, it looks like loosely like a cuttlefish in shape with these ganglia that stretch throughout the body. Almost like, you know, you could think of this like a symbiont. Mm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could All do stuff with the brain if you want. Go ahead. Weird. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's weird, and you can harvest more of the 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 um the nodes with the Vantaflax stuff, and if you want, there is enough in there if you so choose to create a cipher that could coach you in this, and it would last for twenty eight hours. One day, you could code a form. Mm-hmm. Um, harvested from the inside of the carapace of this creature safely, um, that would give you two-step asset to stealth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's definitely yeah. the thing that Ruben would do. That's just awesome. sort of like because it like in like, Ruben does have a sort of like both from the like this is the loop that you earned from the kill, but also like from having survived in the wild and so and like having a relationship with nature mm-hmm. when this when this seemed like some sort of zombie thing that was like okay i'm going to destroy it but it is actually like a living creature yeah it's just you know either evolved or created in this way and then the ninth world who can tell um but like sort of harvesting this is part of that relationship of like using what you kill sort of thing awesome i like that i like that a lot you also know if you wanted you could probably make a cloak out of its carapace it would just take time to treat it because it it, it does have the integrity of cow's leather 
I mean, it just it has the fur of a Lattimore, so. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I mean, I'd be fur at first because. But yeah. walking uh, into a group of people wearing the skin of their dead brethren. <laughs> uh, well, dead brethren and literal. Well, depending on the fur, because they had that whole symbiont thing going on anyways. But no, um, mm-hmm. I, 100% Faye's not walking out of here without having a bunch of Vantam black glands in a, you know, handy dandy spray. That yeah, can like, just after harvesting it, like, Reuven hands it over. Like, you're Sweet. obviously going to, like... Reuven could like smash a vial on himself and it would count on it, count as a cipher, but like making it a bit more refined is probably a better idea. And Faye thinks that if they were to bend some iodum and also attempt a roll at difficulty eight, they could likely double the efficacy of it. So, meaning you could use it twice or you could use it for a longer duration. Cool. It would only cost one point of iodum. Cool. In the course of, of constructing the cipher. Cool. The cipher is relatively simple, but you know from the properties of it that you would be able to make it function more effectively or distribute it more effectively. Would you say the difficulty was eight, right? Eight, yes. Okay. Cool. All right. Let's see here. Uh all right, so eight times specialized. Uh, fast builder says I reduce the. Uh, well, am I going to use some of these builder attributes? This would work. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just bank trip. Uh, lure the yep. assess difficulty for a complex object. Yeah, okay. this would be complex. Absolutely. It's um, not to make this happen. So that's down to seven. Adept builder. Load roll 20, please. Oh, good lord. Um, by one step, so seven, six, um, and then specialization drops it down to four. Cool, that sounds right. Cool. So, expert builder says task must be instead of rolling, you can choose to automatically succeed on a crafting task you're trained in. The task must be difficulty four or lower. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> we were just talking about this yeah, last week. Yes, we were. <laughs> so uh, I, I did subtract my IO. So uh, we do have the better typed, um, uh, more useful cipher. Um, and I imagine I'm probably going to be working on this for, for a little bit. But yeah. when it's done... Uh, toss it to Blaze and say, never say I didn't get you anything. <laughs> Does not explain what it is. <laughs> because I am I am 100% willing to let Blaze figure this out on his own or be forced to ask me what it is. Um, also, I will share one thing before you respond, Blaze. Uh, if, because you succeeded in that, mm-hmm. Faye is uh, reasonably sure that with enough time and enough iodum, you could likely make an artifact that has this effect permanently. Cool. Should I place down a similar artifact plan on my list of plans? Yes, please do. Ooh. 
you would just need to, of course, harvest enough. So. Something. Yep. Go ahead, Blaze. Uh, go ahead, Greg. You were going to say something. Um, Blaze would just say thanks and um, sort of glance at it, and he's not able to figure it out how to glance, I presume, since he has an inability for understanding Numenera. <laughs> so we just, you know, as if he understood exactly what they say, thanks, and then, you know, appraise it and then put it in any bag. Cool. Probably sometime later, Faye will come around and explain what it is. Hey, move it. What the fuck is this? <laughs> That's probably the better way to do it. <laughs> you two were over there with this thing. What is this? <laughs> Love it. Alrighty. I, I think I understood that Vet walked away from the the procedure. Uh, is that right? Yeah, I was staying near the edge of the clearing where the Lattimores were so they could keep eyes on us. And also, yeah. like, I could watch what they're doing and they could call us over when they're done with their preparations, whatever those are. Fantastic. So you would have seen them uh, as uh, Reuven and Faye were en engrossed in their tasks and Blaze was standing watch. You would have seen them move around to the other side of the monolith to um, avoid your gaze. Um, and then one comes back and, and watches you. Not the same one, but just another. <coughs> um, and they're there for maybe 15 minutes. You hear like their voices raise again. Um, and uh, then you see a flash of light that comes kind of just above the monolith, especially because it's dark at this point where it's getting you know really close to dark um and then they come back and uh and the one who spoke to you before uh engages you again in the same way i think i'm just going to acknowledge them and basically wait for them to invite us in mm -hmm. cool. and then it will they will say you may enter the clearing slowly Thank you. And I'm going to call it back out to the others to... Yeah, do you want some backup? Or do you want to go on alone? Presumably we're staying here, hopefully. Okay. I thought that was our plan, because the woods are full of these things. We're looking yeah. for hope. <laughs> you know? Yeah, we've also been looking for them to ask them about hope, so... Yep. So uh, Blaze will position himself sort of behind... Her shoulder, just as the bodyguard kind of persona. Yeah, we're walking in slowly. Cool. You all walk in slowly. Um, they all uh, seem to be observing you, evaluating you as you move in. And uh, they don't stop you from getting too close. They Or they, they don't stop you until you get about 10 feet away. And then one of them holds up a hand. What you know, it's an, uh, a clear signal. Yeah. Um, and then the one who's still it hasn't terminated the telepathic contact uh, then uh, says, uh, why are you here? We are travelers who have come from across the whale hall in search of another traveler who we believe made the journey before. You perceive a pause. 
Go ahead. Sorry. I just remember that this is happening telepathically, so I'm not chiming in. Yeah, you guys are probably just kind of. That's okay. You're good at talking to people. <laughs> you're not in the link either. <laughs> oh, no. So uh, they um, that you perceive a pause, and then they say, um, "No one crosses whale fall and survives." How have you? Um. Uh, it just remembered that we also have four elves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, have, that's right. Yeah, yes. They're with us. Oh, um, fair enough. Oh yeah, I didn't account for what was happening when. Oh geez, they ran the Lattimore's and hid. Oh, they were. Yeah, they. Yeah. they hid. Yeah, they, they were, definitely yeah. hid. Sure. Yeah. So. Um. But yeah. Um. We are experienced travelers. Um. And then, and then they say. Oh, you, you 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 hear an intake of like the equivalent of an intake of breath. All right. That that's the yes. Race. That is the term. Yeah. <laughs> so go ahead. Please continue. Um, I mean, uh, there are spots that I might just leave it at that. Um, <laughs> we met the uh, the people on the other side. I'm gonna mm-hmm. wave at the elves and uh, have been helping them. And we seek one of their number who attempted the same journey. Let me see this one. Pause. And then a question is asked telepathically. Do the other three speak through minds? Uh, no. They don't have the ability to initiate a link. But if you can reach them, they can answer. Nods. And then... uh. You see it turn around, see them turn around, um, and tap uh, three other Lattimore, who then come up behind them and place their hands on their shoulders. So you see, you know, one directly behind that Lattimore, you see uh, two flanking that one from behind, and they all have hands on the shoulders of the main Lattimore. And then everyone feels a pulse of requests for telepathic contact. Okay. I accept friend request. Mm-hmm. All right. And it now feels like a group conversation through telepathy. The and first one we've ever had. Yeah. <laughs> because every other time it's been a switchboard, basically. Mm-hmm. Yep. You feel the presence of four Lattimore minds. Uh, Vet is experienced enough to recognize that these are skillful telepaths. I mean, they're level six NPCs, right? Mm-hmm. But I mean, that in the sense of uh, they know what they're doing with telepathy. Not that yeah. they're telekinetic. Didn't we but... um, generally know that Lattimores are like psychic Yeti people, roughly? They in could our be time? psychic. Yeah. Yeah, like you, you know that it's possible that they are psychic. They have that fungal symbiont, and so there's something going on. Um, yeah, so these are, I just presume they're generally better at everything. They're bigger. Yes. It seems to me that in the intervening X number of years, 
They're better. Yes, that's right. Excuse me. So um, now that the psychic link is there, uh, the main you. This is what actually. The one behind the main Lattimore is the one that um, that uh, was grabbed by the throat earlier. Um, <laughs> then, as soon as that link is established, um, everyone hears this, but Reuven in particular feels this. Um, you, how did you kill the wraith? Wait. They punched it. Punched it really hard. A couple different times. Vet might be the only one who knows what this feels like, but you all experience a psychic squint and a scoff. Um, Riven goes out of phase. And then comes back. Like, two steps aside. So you just sort of disappear and then reappear. Well, again, I don't go fully invisible unless I use invisibility. Yeah. Okay, yeah, and you just kind of... I, I shimmer and move a little bit. And I don't do it like... Like, I don't use my full movement because I'm not trying to, like, mm-hmm. cause a fucking yeah. incident. But yeah. it's just, like, a, a movement where it doesn't look like I've moved, but just, like, a mm-hmm. quick thing, a show of, like, I'm not fully re- fully attached to this reality. And so its carapace was... Not as much of a difficulty. Permeable. <laughs> um, Blaze sets his fists on his hips and, you know, tenses his muscles and then alternates his pecs. <laughs> that guy just punches really hard. <laughs> Blaze is Terry Crews. Terry Crews, <laughs> yep. Skilled warriors. This Blaze also start yelling, Musk, muscle, muscle, flex. <laughs> Occasionally, that's like on Blaze Mm. We, we have primarily other skills. I have a very different set of skills. If you doubt our ability, you're welcome to test us. Uh, me. <laughs> you had a, Don't use that. You're feeling a psychic squint from the main one? Also for me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Faye has no filter in, in, in his mind. Yeah. I'd watch this wrestling match. <laughs> so uh, that Lattimore looks at you and says, um, what does it say? Oh, he says, uh, they say, uh, now is not the time. They say, um, we offer you um Temporary passage. And and then they look at the elves while they're speaking telepathically. And we will speak about the sleepers. You know them. And they don't say anything. <laughs> Faye being persuasive fellow. Uh, yeah says um hang on please define sleepers just because we're not clear about that term 
they sleep. Mm. By our understanding, they're they kind of defined by the fact that they don't sleep. You get a huge psychic squint. And then it seems like the one from behind was about to like chime in and gets a psychic discouragement, but it isn't as severe as like grabbed by the throat. Um, <clears throat> and it seems they can do this kind of intuitively, these gestures, mm -hmm. right? Uh, at least to each other, mm -hmm. right? And you, you're able to observe something. So anyway, um, they say, uh, we will speak of this at the beacon. And then you see them all look up and they all let out a psychic sigh and they say, that must wait till tomorrow unless, and then, and then all four of them, but one of them excitedly is basically like turning at blaze and says, <laughs> unless you can fight the wraiths all night. Plural? <laughs> what was that, Drew? Sorry. Plural? Like multiple race? Like yes. or like how how many are we talking here? <laughs> the how many of the big ones? This was the first that's hunted us. We've seen others that were not threats. You you hear like a murmuring? And then they ask, have you visited the wallow? Is that the Look, water? I'm going to guess. Yes. Mental image of. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but... yeah. They, they share with you a mental image of the snow day. Stumble upon it and quickly leave because it seems dangerous. They, and they ask, how many holes did you count? <laughs> Lots. Um, ah. I want to say 20. That's probably more. That's what we saw up top. <laughs> it was more than 20, bud. And then they say, there are more than 20 rates of that size. Cool. Yeah, we'll come we in. I think we appreciate your shelter. That's where they live. Okay. Yeah, we like <laughs> roofing like across the channels to, to, to blaze. Yeah, but we we all knew that. We all kind of figured that out when we were looking at the holes. That's why we didn't want to sort of jam our fists in there. We didn't want to go noodling, right? yeah. Um, the snowball is good, but we're here for a reason. That like, we're looking for a missing the sleepers. Mm -hmm. Have you seen one? We're gonna talk about that in a little bit, bud. At the peak. Why can't we talk now? It's just a quick yes or no. <laughs> Because they were okay. busy getting something ready. I'll drop it. <laughs> we are guests. I'm, I'm assuming that's a conversation among the four of you. Yeah. So. Yes. I assume you can like control who you're talking to. Yeah. Yeah. I'm but yeah. Totally okay with that. We are guests imposing upon their hospitality. Do they want to talk about it later? And if we have to, you know, come inside for the safety from all the wraiths. I'm willing to put up with their request. <laughs> I feel like we should apologize for sleeping on their monument last night. We don't need to bring that up. I don't know that it's their monument. It's probably just been like 
it looks co-opted. like them. It's one of the. <laughs> it looks like them. I don't but imagine. The, but these folks don't look like they build these massive structures. I mean, probably. Really? Okay. Someone built it. Probably one of them. I'm thinking that it was left over by something else or someone else, and they've just that looks just like them. Well, they've decorated it or whatever is kind of what I'm thinking. Oh, like carved a plinth into yeah. a lot of more shape. Or, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. 200 feet of onyx could do it if you're 15 feet tall. It's not as hard. You know, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Yeah, right. When we're six feet tall, we're like two hundred feet is incredible, right? Building size sculpture. But if you're fifteen feet tall, it's just a big ladder. Yeah, might be able to get up there. Uh, but yes. Um. Oh yeah. Should we make camp here? I found their they pause, and they say, "Come, the other side." Okay. And uh, if you follow them, they take you, and there's, I think I said there were 15 ladder more, they take you around to the other side, uh, and they go up to what looks like a little impression in the pedestal. And it would have been hard to notice this, because it could very easily have just been some damage or something that happened in the past, right? But it is a rather distinct impression. And one of them pulls out a very small piece of tronic amber from a little satchel on the hip. And they insert this piece into the slot. And Reuven first immediately feels uh, a pulse of energy. And uh, the lead Lattimore presses on the wall. And then all of a sudden, they step through it. And then the others do the same thing. And the last one looks at you all and pushes a hand through and takes it back and then nods and steps through. Okay, I'm going to confidently walk into a wall. They do it, just like at the train station. Is it like, yeah, what's on the other side? Cool. I'll describe it once everybody comes in or doesn't. Whoever's on that side, I'll tell you. Just want to see what happens. Does everybody go in? Oh, yeah. Please, attention is going right up. Quick plan. Cool. Who goes last? Uh, I will. Okay. Great. Ruben goes last, and you see that as each person passes through, the the luminous little um, um, etching divot, you know, where the tronic amber was put in, it got less and less light, or, or the, the, the light mm-hmm. dimmed. Um, and uh, as you pass through, you experience that pulse disappear. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So, with everyone inside, this, or else we've just used up their last bit. Yeah, right. Um, I mean, we have Tronic Amber, don't we? Or do we not? No? no you got you got all it got all used up when you were at the Omphalos and everything yep. happened. Used a portion of it to create 
the the you know the celestial compass. Yeah, I'm gonna plug that into my whole orb. Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly to the orb, and then um, you just had it there, and then you had some other tronic ember as well. But when you were standing on the envelopes, and then when you up. emerged in Whalefall, you didn't find it with you again. Okay, something happened to it. So yeah, you're inside. And once you all step inside, it is um pleasantly illuminated by a blue light, and it looks like um. Like a circular bunker, one big room. There are some, some. I want to say shelves. I want. What do I mean? Want to say? There are shelves formed from the walls around this room with various things on them, some boxes, uh, and the Latimer are all standing in the center. And so, yeah, you, it looks like you're inside of a, a a room, like a bunker, in this, you know, cylindrical section. Of the pedestal. Okay, so it is in like the foot of the pedestal. It is. Okay, the I didn't know if we were like going underground or whatever. No, 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 no. Or if it was bigger um, on the well, inside. You, not, not yet. So, um, the the first one you were at, I said it was about seven feet for you to step up on top of it. The transition from the ground level you were at, because these pedestals are kind of buried, right? And these Latimer are fifteen feet tall. The transition was seamless to step from the outside to the floor on the inside. And the ceilings are about 20 feet tall. It didn't go down. And it, as, as we discussed, right, it seemed like there was more to pedestal for the monoliths below the ground, like the MOA at, at <laughs> Easter Island, right? But um, yeah, that wasn't visible from the outside. And then when you step inside, you're on the ground immediately. You don't step down stairs or anything like that. You just emerge on the ground. Your steps go from effectively like 13 feet up to the ground, but you don't experience that. Portal. Something like that. Not just Mm -hmm. like a wall we walked through. Okay. Yeah. Could be a wall. Could be a portal. Ruven could probably inform you. Or you can ask if you want, because you're still in telepathic connection with them. That didn't disappear when you walked through. Mm-hmm. But that's what you saw. Bunker is what you saw. So you're welcome to continue from that point. Yeah, I was trying to figure out if we were in the same place. Hmm. It doesn't feel like you've teleported. Okay. Yeah, you've transitioned to, but it's, it's just easier to say this. Yes, you are in an, inside the pedestal okay. of the monolith. Yeah, I was trying to figure out if it was like um, like a pocket dimension or something. Gotcha. No, it is not. But okay. you know, I'm happy to answer all those questions in character as well. So, yep, that's where we are. <laughs> um, Faye is taking a look at this. Um, mm-hmm. For everybody else, it's very similar to the let me have the arm for a minute. Uh, yes. He's not he's <laughs> not gonna do anything because clearly it's in use and the Latimer are right there, but he's having ideas. Mm. Is there any obvious exits? No. Nothing <laughs> obvious to you. Northwest and Dennis. Yep, <laughs> that's right. Oh, behind us, does it look like a solid wall that we just walked through? Yes, it does. Mm. Yep. 
Uh, Riven will just once again thank them for their shelter and the expenditure of their energy resources to get us through the wall. Oh, they nod. And they um, telepathically say, there is more to do tonight and more to do tomorrow. Oh, like, like you gotta, you gotta, you, do you need to build things? Do, do you need to, do you need squint? to set things up? Experience my squint? My is trying to offer their help. And they say, um, we are wary of outsiders, even those who are experienced travelers. Perhaps once we have discussed what you came to inquire about. For the time being, the forests are, the jungle is not safe to traverse. So we stay here until the sun rises again. Mm. Okay, well, to just kind of prove that we're, we're here to help, um, here. <laughs> And like fake digs around through his stuff and hands a weird little glove off to them. And I'm Ooh, cool. he's just yeah. gonna hand off. It's just a level one cipher <clears throat> that I've literally had mm -hmm. since the beginning of the game and have had no use for. Yes. Uh so I hand Fantastic. off the, the instant item cipher. Uh, Ooh, yeah. cool. and just be like, this is a convenient little gizmo. Uh especially mm -hmm. if you are moving from place to place, this might be useful for moving a really large object. Um, in a hurry. They say. Hold it, and they'll take it from you, hold it. And you say it's a glove? Is that mm -hmm. the form it took? Mm hmm They say, uh, this is what they do. They take it, and it's a, I imagine it's a human-sized glove. Oh, excuse right? me. They can hold in one hand. Okay, never mind, not on a hand. Gotcha. Okay, fantastic. <laughs> yeah, because cool. I, I saw where that was also going. I was like, wait, yeah, that is a problem. Yes. You're going for the 15 foot tall creature holding it up and, you know, pinky and forefinger and looking at you. Yeah. Yep. Or thumb, not pinky and forefinger. A thumb. Yep. Holding it up like this. No, that's not people do. Okay. Um, so they say um, if you are a builder and we can affirm your intentions. You may aid us in the reconstruction. These are all the right words for Faye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I figured once you got closer to talking to the Lattimore that Faye would might be excited about what's happening. So uh so they say, um uh let's see, what do they say? Um hmm. Oh, they will ask. Uh, the tasks we attend to are sensitive. We suggest you get rest while we attend to them tonight. As said, there will be more to discuss tomorrow, and then we may enlist your assistance. But now, as granted, you have temporary passage in the safety of this structure. I hope that we do. Mm. 
well by you and half of that cut out. I hope that we do well by you and earn your trust and the safety that you have granted us. If you prove that you are indeed benevolent, experienced travelers, you will earn that trust. And they leave out the rest of it. There's mm-hmm. no need for them to, you know, threaten anything. Yeah, I mean, the 15 foot tall, the 15 of them, they're sort yeah. of like psychic <laughs> orange monkey man people's. Yeah. <laughs> like, also- it's- so like, going, there, there are only a couple ways it's going to go, and one of those yeah. is Reuben being the only one to escape. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> that's why I was like, Shame about that's that. That's what I was saying. Yeah, that's new characters next week. Reuben knows this can be phased through. <laughs> <laughs> next week, Drew, Ash, and Craig return as 15 foot Lattimore on the hunt for Reuben. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. Uh, that's great. Let's get converting y'all to deadly NPCs. Are these poor elves? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> the elves are like, we weren't with them. <laughs> yeah, we're level five. We're impressive. Nah, nah. <laughs> All right, yeah. So you can. This is what's going to happen. It's up to you. Okay, you can try and stealthily watch what they're doing at night. For narrative sake, right, you, you're going to learn about this later, right? But they're going to stay up and do something for like an hour or something like that. You can stay up and watch it or you can, you know, attend to yourselves. Um, and then in the morning you're all going to exit. So how, how do you want to spend the night? What happens? Uh, unless the uh, Lattimore are being specifically like secretive. Yeah, Faith's going to stay up and, and watch and see what's going on. He's actually... Basically fully rested, he'll take ten minutes to recover the mm-hmm. remaining four points of his intellect pool. Um, okay, and then yeah, he's just like the the kid watching dad work on the car. Like I'm ready with the flashlight, man. You just you just let me know. Fantastic. I'm in. Cool. I'm just going to rest because I'm beat. That's a good idea. Um. Lee's going to try and find a quiet um, spot a little away from the group and just spend the night in thought. Call it meditation. Uh, yeah, Ruben kind of tags along with Faye for a while and like has a quiet discussion with him like as we're watching any sort of projects that they're working on and um, like just making passing observations of what their society structure seems to be, and like it seems like these people are nomads, and that they might have to like travel from one of these pylons to the next mm-hmm. based on like how much energy reserve they have and stuff like that, and so. The question then becomes, where are they finding it? Because there's also the back of our mind thing that we're going to need to find a lot of it at some point to go home. If it's at all possible. Uh, 
I don't know if you want to engage on any of those points or whatever, but yeah, I mean, for for Faye, yeah, he, he's along. He's of course he's like, oh yeah, yeah, find find the Tronic Amber to go back in time. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. <laughs> like Faye, Faye has already crossed that off his list, but is very willing to yeah. Let's talk that out. Let's figure that out because if it is a thing, if nothing else, finding a bunch of Tronic Amber without the idea of going back in time still very very useful for wherever and Faye is also now realizing between this community here and the elves there and they both need they both need a right <laughs> Faye's like holy shit why would I ever leave there's this so much work calling. to do you just go back and forth between settlements mm-hmm. after across the whale fall but it doesn't fall. take that long if you just cross the whale fall instead of zigzagging the whole place that's yeah. fair. You have to worry about the giant alligators, but like, I mean, we've like massacred at least half of that population. I figure. Yeah, that's on true. On the way here, <laughs> a couple more started. trips back and forth, and we'll have done a whole, you know, ecological disaster. And Faye still hasn't ruled out um, becoming one with the jellyfish people and and allying them to him somehow. Fair. Um, yeah, at some point in this like meandering conversation. Uh, Reuven just sort of like claps you on the back pretty hard and it's like you are a strange little man you know that thanks Woody I think quite <laughs> a sad strange little man and Ralph have you said anything Ralph you're muted oh you've been muted for a bit buddy I thought you were maybe saying something, but the way the mic just cut. The yeah. mic covering your mouth. All right. How about that? Yep. Cool. I haven't said much other than okay. affirmative enthusiasm. Okay. So I mean, that's what I got from the, from the sort of from body language. Yeah. It was like, yeah, okay. He's kind of just like cheering us on, having a little moment. Yeah. Yeah, and totally. then I was like, wait, I think he's saying something now and expecting yeah, us yeah. to react to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> I was right about to do that. So you asked the question anticipating that I was going to ask you what's next. Fair. Yeah, up until that point, it was just, oh, yeah, that's great. That sounds good. Oh, the other thing I did say you didn't hear, I was like, if we're talking about building tomorrow, phase uh, a thousand tomorrows in the future. and could build lots of stuff. <laughs> so yeah 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 fair enough yeah using it in the proverbial sense more so sure. than the specific uh arithmetic sense mm-hmm. yeah it's three hundred sixty-five thousand tomorrows and we're far out enough we might have more days in a year can't remember what that level of decay was but yeah mm. I mean, it's 28 hours mm-hmm. for a day, so something has happened. Yep. Yeah, it has. Then it's lower. So, yes, um, you're discussing that. I'll tell you what you observe uh, and to answer some of the questions that you post as particular um, points of interest. You observe that although at first it seemed like there was a hierarchy, it is just the case that the there is one who is invested in maintaining a certain kind of order, and it is much more communal. Mm-hmm. And also, it seems like that one's just invested in making sure that the more rambunctious one isn't going to interject when it's going to cause a problem. 
and you haven't seen them grip their throat again. So you haven't seen any strong displays of violence or anything like that. It seemed like perhaps that was just a, a very, yes, a very important signal that you do not fuck around with the rates, right? Don't ask questions. Don't tell anybody about them. That person's fighting one is messing around with their corpse. That is super dangerous. Do not get near them, right? We don't have anything to do with it, that kind of thing. Uh, so what you see is this. Um, they spend an hour doing something what seems simple at first. They pop a hatch in the floor. Um, like they put their hand on something and a column rises up. Then they go to the wall and they bring over uh, like a case, like a suitcase or a box, right? They undo a latch um, and inside of it is a piece of tronic amber. And it is larger than the one that was powering um, Hakon's arm. Or that you you used, sorry, to 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 power the the cellar compass. So and they bigger than into, my orb. Yes, bigger than your orb, and they insert it into uh, a receptacle in the center of this column that rose up, and they push it back down. Um, and after they do that, you see um a map appear um in the center of above it. And they're all crowded around it. So you can see some of this, but you would definitely have to get closer in order to see everything on it. But if you're leaning your head and trying to look past and stuff like that, um, you would see the illumination of different points. And they have different colors. So you see a huge number of these monoliths. Some are green and some are red. But more are green than are red. Hopefully they're using the standard color coding of green. It means good. Maybe, yeah. Or like in Guardians of the Galaxy, it's all mixed up. Don't need to see that movie. Uh, yeah, but and the reason why you can tell that they're monoliths is um, you just see these these distinct heads, and um, you had seen you had scanned over the drone. So the distribution of the jungle in this um, this well. Well, animated hologram um, tells you that that's what they are. They, these monoliths have colors attached to them. And uh, the one that you're standing at, which, you know, you are here. Mm -hmm. The you are here insignia is clearly pointing at, um, has just turned green. Wait, it has just turned green? It's turned green. Maybe there's people reporting in a like ready status. Yeah, and so this happened after the tronic amber was put in the receptacle, and then the pedestal went down, and then the holograph came up, and then the monolith that you're at turned green. Yep. And then they all look at each other, and they all embrace. Like giving like simple congratulatory hugs. It looks somewhat ritualistic, um, but also heartfelt. Um, and then they all pull down uh, like what looks like hard bed mats. But when they put them on the ground and sink into them, they seem to absorb their their body well. And they all lay down with their arms down, sleeping like a corpse. I just go to sleep. Lights are still on. Okay. I'm just going to lay out my 
bedroll in the corner and pull my jacket over my head. Yep. Uh, I'm going to spend an hour uh, making a temperamental cipher. Awesome. Oh, and for recoveries when we sleep, do we just get our points back? Uh, you spend all the recoveries you have in a day. So when you sleep, you get you spend the the ten hour recovery, but you don't get all your points back automatically. You only get the points back you get for the the four recoveries you have in a day. So if if you spend a few already, you don't get those back during the sleep. I think I spent one, so mm-hmm. I rolled cool. three recoveries. Yes, that's right. I'm gonna do that. Until you're done with your cool, however you like. Oh, I'm good. Oh, this is a weird one. <laughs> I feel like that covers most of the table. <laughs> uh-huh. Minimum. Yeah. Ooh, that's a nice total. Got 25 there. I think that minus two. Is Faye losing points? <laughs> no, I just have a really shitty. I'm I'm not even going to at, finish writing this down because of how useless it is. But I'm going to tell you all. Oh, the cipher. Yes. Excellent. Yeah. That's nice. No, I'm I'm full up on 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 all my attributes, so I'm not Wonder. actually doing recovery. Um, yes, I have a chemical factory, which is yeah. a pill. Um, and after an hour, the sweat of the user produces 1d6 doses of a valuable liquid. These yes. are not considered ciphers. They must be used within one week. Effects vary. I rolled. I got restores a number of speed pool points equal to cipher level. So. I guess it's so sweat speed juice. I sweat speed juice. And technically, the cipher is only usable by me, but the potion can be used by uh, the, uh, well, my sweat can be used by other people, so I guess I'll go ahead and, uh, they must be used within one week. Yep, you know what, we're just going to go ahead and use this, and let's find out how many doses I get, because <laughs> this is going to be perfect. I'm just... You have to generate sweat, right? It doesn't you got to be, like, working sweat. out in the corner. <laughs> yep. Oh, it says after an, after an hour it happens, so... Um, uh, but yes, that's fair. So I'll so wait. You just start leaking. <laughs> so imagine, like, just when you place, like, uh, yes. <laughs> what's her name from uh, Avatar? When she was in the jail and she says, Waterbender. Oh, oh, that's oh yes. Like, no sweat. <laughs> yeah, guitar. Thank you. <laughs> it's like, which Avatar? Uh, that was really hilarious. Okay, but yes, but unfortunately, it's only worth one point. So, but with the six doses, technically, that of but, your sweat. Hey, <laughs> if you were desperate for for some speed, and technically, it's a valuable liquid, not my sweat. Mm. Yeah, I guess it is semi useful. So, I'm writing it down. Just gonna excrete okay. speed potion. <laughs> yep. Now I could have got stuff like euphoric for some hours, or a stimulant, or an anti venom, or see in the dark, 
or restores all pools to full. No, I got oh, yeah. speed juice. And I mean, that this also requires us to consume your sweat. Don't ask where it came from. But yeah, that was like yeah, people lift your armpits. That's yep. how you do it. That's that. I'm gonna put it in vials. It. It'll last for a week. Collect. I bet the sweat from your upper lip. It's gonna be the best. Or bottom of your feet. Terrible. Perry. <laughs> Perry in chat says, "You sweat cocaine." Yes. <laughs> yeah. For an hour. Or after an hour. After yeah. an hour. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh Lord. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this was this was a very useful yeah. hour I spent making this thing. <laughs> I, I feel like after after Faye's done with it, he's looking at this and going, "Why?" <laughs> you did a good job. Yep, good job, bud. Then go sleep. All right, cool. Yeah, um, yeah, watches aren't necessary here. Um, you're safe. Inside yeah, they went to sleep real so, fast. So, yep. Um, do any of you set an alarm or are you just gonna wait for them to wake you up? Uh, Blaze is awake all night anyway. All night? Yep. Say, wait, Blaze is awake all night? Alright. Do you good. not need to sleep? You can, are you engaging with him or are you just <laughs> I'm just curious. Like You've seen him sleep before. Yeah, that's why I'm will you be okay? He's off by himself. Are you going <laughs> to? No, like I'm going to bed. I'm just like in the morning when we wake up, are you going to be exhausted? You see. <laughs> okay. Yep. Um, Craig is dangling the, 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 the RP eight minutes really before things. we're ending the session. <laughs> I was say Ruben, like before going to sleep, like essentially just like fusses at you to not stay awake all night. We are safe and given shelter. We'll be fine. I like that. Um, I'm not worried about threats. Okay. Ooh. Hmm. Is that coming in? Can you all hear me? Mm-hmm. You're a little crackly. It's like crackling. Okay. Oh, oh there's something weird going on in the background. It's better now. better now, yeah. All right. There is how why that's draining computing resources. Hmm. All right, that does look better. Hey, Ruben, before you go, um, please reach into the bag and pull out this thing that Faye Can you tell me what this does? But don't tell Faye that you're telling me. You want me to tell you what what does? This thing, and he hands you this object that Faye gave him. Okay, what did you give him? It's the the stealth juice from the wraith. It's it's the it's the the dark. Mm-hmm. The bees. Yeah. No, I'm like saying, trying to convey it in small words to. How do you? I think you just like. It looks like it has like a little spray. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's like a little mm-hmm. squeeze bottle. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's not true. a squeeze bottle. Who do you think it, it is? It's aerosolized. Are you sure the place can understand? Yeah. Definitely aerosolized. I'm just imagining a little an atomizer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Pretend it's a perfume. <laughs> you need to get it all over yourself. Yeah. Okay. I was thinking more deodorant, but sure, yeah, go with perfume. Yeah. <laughs> and like sunscreen, make sure you put it inside your nostrils. What? <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, don't want to be on a uh, skiing in the uh, on the on the snow, right? When the sun's out, you don't have sunscreen in your nostrils. You get sunburned inside your nostrils. That Real sounds problem. horrible. It sounds horrendous. It's really uncomfortable for people. It's also why the... you have to wear sunglasses if you're out on on a glacier. Oh Otherwise yeah, you, you will go blind. Further yep. reasons to avoid all things north of Mason Dixon. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, yeah, the ice cream is rough out there, bud. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it really is. All right, so uh, you all wake up in the morning. The Lattimore um, get off their pallets quickly uh, and push them away back into the little shelves in the walls. Interesting. Um, uh, and then uh, one of them walks up to the same wall they were at before, and they just walk through it. I'm not getting stuck in here, so I'm following very quickly behind them. Yep. I just want to, like, ask one of them, like, was it open all night? Yes. You, you, and, and then they say, one only needs to bar a door from the outside. Uh, okay. That's, dude, Faye is like, that's dope. I need to learn that trick. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I would say Reuven intuited this. And just didn't say And didn't say anything because I love it. it didn't obvious. matter. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's even better. Take if it back. Couldn't go through, it would have been obvious. obvious. Yeah. <laughs> Why would we need to spend time talking about that? Obviously you don't want to the last thing you'd want to do is only have enough in, energy to get inside and then yes. die. So of course yes. you'd be able to yeah. leave. Come on. They yeah. don't know about the three shells. Amazing yeah, exactly. Nano would definitely understand yeah. that. <laughs> well, also just like in, I think Riven has a habit of just like phasing out every now and then, just as like a like tick, uh, yeah, like a nervous tick almost. And yeah. and I think yeah. in doing that, you'd see other. This is how I I kind of picture it is like becoming going out of phase shows you, um, like you you become aware of like. That's probably something a little different. Yeah, the actual solidity so. of other objects. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, totally. But that's what I was leaning on when I yeah. said that you feel a pulse of energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I agree with you. So you all exit, um, and you start walking away. You're welcome to interact with them. I, I, I see the time, so don't worry. Um, I'm prepared to to end it at a, a an appropriate narrative <laughs> moment. But um, before we get to that, are there any questions you all want to ask them or anything like that? Just um, a, for staying awake, do I have any impairment or anything? Uh, for staying awake, uh, yep. if you end up doing what the way I'm going to handle it is, I'm going to have you make a might defense or just a might test, sure. not might defense. Um, in the event that you do anything strenuous, so if we get into a combat at the beginning of it, so sure. it's not relevant yet, but um, yes, it could be relevant in the event that you start taxing yourself. Um, Riven will just ask if there's anything. That we can do to help, or if there's further things that need to be discussed. Um, in this sort of like, I, I'd like to know what the sort of qualifications of what we need to do to earn your trust are. Mm. I 
and didn't appreciate sort of just being told, you know, we'll, we'll let you know when we ah, figure yeah. out if we can trust it. you. So like, <laughs> here, go to sleep. Um, Ruben likes a, que- a clear and delineated quest goal. Gotcha. Uh, they, the, the lead one um, says, uh, when we, when, um, when we reach the beacon, we will learn, uh, or no, we, we will see if you are honest. And we will ask the sleeper. The sleeper. Mm-hmm. Yes. We had sleepers uh, before. Let me ask, are these, pointing to our four lovely elf companions, are these sleepers? Uh, the the one in, in front and without any hint of patience says, I referred to them as sleepers last night. But moving on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, this isn't me being. Oh, yeah, no, no, yeah. Is- yeah. Like that Riven sort of like, like tries to have a thought to themselves and then accidentally just says, but you didn't explain <laughs> yourself. How far is the beacon? Um, a half day's journey. Okay. Without that's, interruption. That's perfect. I was wondering if we would take. So we'll be there tomorrow. Several days. We'll be there today. They will. The 15 foot tall Latimores. Excuse you, sir. <laughs> Excuse <laughs> you. You all will. Yes. The rest of us are going to be hoofing it double time trying to keep up. Just That's the thing that might be strenuous. Said <laughs> in incredibly aggrieved tones. Yeah, just pick up the pace. Yeah. You just got to dig deep. Yep, that's right. Give 110%. I'll send my, my, my speed sweats. Sounded a whole lot better, isn't it, Vet? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, people want to like the inside of your ears too. No, sweat comes. Yep, no, people don't know about that. Um, okay, so yeah, any other questions before um, I describe some things? That's the main main stuff that Faye wanted to figure out. It sounds like okay, everything cool. is going to get to the beacon. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're going to have plenty of opportunities to to continue role playing with them too. So it's not like I'm trying to interrupt that. I'm just letting we want to know um, what happens in the story before you proceed in the journey because there's no real need for it. the journey, this particular journey to proceed in real time, unless there's something you all want to do along that journey. Like get to a fight with the Lattimores or run off into the jungle or something, or Blaze now wants to go back to the wallow after staying up all night. Like <laughs> now I'm ready to test myself. <laughs> Don't put ideas in Craig's head. <laughs> all right. Fair enough. Okay. So, um, yeah, if you all are going to um, keep up with them, then uh, Reuven is able to do this, um, provided that it doesn't cost you any points to use that ability repeatedly. That's, nope. that, that was my understanding, but just putting it out there, right? Mm-hmm. You can keep using that ability, and that makes it a lot easier for you to maintain your pace. Um, uh, this would be a... could Because you don't have to beat them, you just have to keep up with them, right? This would be a mm-hmm. difficulty four speed test. If you um, do not... Uh, succeed at this difficulty for speed then uh 
you will be hindered for the next strenuous activity. So unless you're able to rest. So you're just going to be, you know, a little challenged if you get into a fight. Um, if before you have like an hour to rest. So you're just you're just hustling. It's not that long. It's going to be a real problem for you. So and then Blaze. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, th this would be difficulty five for you. Because you stayed up all night. And so you're hindered for this this attempt. And that's it. I set my flex skill for hiking. Awesome. Great choice. I was yeah. prepared to. Absolutely. Yes. I was prepared to walk for several days. Ooh. But you're telling me you're going to make it in half a day. Okay, great. Will this qualify as a running task? Yes. Absolutely. Running. I'm not going to be walking. Isn't right. Okay. Did some time with me? Oh, of course. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I can't hear you. Computing resources. And I don't know why. Weird. Um, well, let's just resolve this I next I really week. don't know why. Yes, indeed. Yes, yes. Cool. So, um. Oh, no. Uh, it didn't happen. I can't switch to roll 20 immediately, but did anybody fail? No, oh, it's never failed. Nope, you we're got, fine. You got a G3, <laughs> got a one. All right. All right. I'm going to tell you what happens next. You needed a three. I needed yeah. a three. <laughs> okay. Yeah, this is fun. This will be good. I like this. That is having a bad time. That's having a real bad time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, this is, I think, going to be interesting what happens as a consequence. So as it don't worry. Be. You're as not going to get immediately hurt, but it will <laughs> it will be interesting. Um, so uh, you all arrive at the beacon, um, which is just a at first seemed like um, a, a, a gently rising dome of Earth. You know, this has been relatively low terrain that's uninterrupted. You go behind some trees, and it looks like there's a low rising dome of earth. Um, one of the Lattimores goes up and takes out a, another piece of tronic amber and puts it in it, right? Um, and then walks in. You can all walk in, and you are standing on a catwalk at the top of a three-story installation. And you see down into the center, and you see a tube that is filled with a bubbling fluid. Inside of it is an elf. She is attached to some type of mask, and her eyes are closed. But then all of a sudden, her face appears in a hologram above the tube, and it turns towards all of you as you enter, and then turns towards Lattimore, and says, Why are these ones here? And then the Lattimore says audibly for the first time in English <laughs> or, or in the language you all speak. <laughs> they are here to demonstrate that we should not kill them. That's a good oh, oh, oh. 
<laughs> All right, everybody. So thanks again for watching Occult Anonymous Rise and Helix. We're doing crazy things in the ninth world, cracking jokes, experiencing some strange computer problems with me that cuts my mic out intermittently. It's the first time this has happened in at least a year, so I'm going to work on that. Anyway, I'm really excited to see where things go. Um, as always, uh, shout out to Roll20, Monica Games, our patrons who are so generous in supporting us. If you want to join us on Discord, do so eat uh, into dot space. Oh, wait, 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 hold on. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. eat into dot space. Then if you um, would like to join the group of patrons and, you know, have uh, a wonderfully alliterative phrase read off or something else that you'd like me to say or others to say, you can do so at staylucky.club. Uh, and otherwise, we very much appreciate you for joining us, for watching, for saying funny things in the Discord, in the, the, the Twitch chat or on Discord. And until then, you all have anything you'd like to say in parting greeting? Nah. All right. Stay luck. Stay curious, everybody. See you next week. Bye.